Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is dating during a pandemic. Yep, you read it correctly. You heard it correctly. For those of us who are not married or living with a significant other, what are you doing for companionship when COVID-19 is the one thing that you don't want to catch? Not on purpose or by accident. Studies have shown that human beings in isolation are not healthy, okay? People need other people to complete them. You know, it's hard enough trying to cultivate business by working long hours and trying to fit a real social life in the nooks and crannies, okay? There are not enough hours in the day to do everything we need to get done as it is. So, we resort to dating sites as a way to attempt to fill the gap, Boy, there are tons of dating sites that you can choose from. The boy on boy, girl on girl, by men, by women, good old heterosexuals, and even seniors. They got a category for me, seniors. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any of them by name. <laughs> I happen to be on a few of them myself. I already know what you're going to say. What's that all about? Hey, the boss lady needs love and attention too. Besides, it does my ego a world of good to have to beat them off with a stick. For real. I'm just a plain Jane, very average. But men follow me around the grocery store. Stalk me in the big chain store parking lots, begging me to take their number. And these are the days with no makeup, with me in leggings and a t-shirt. Go figure. And now, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So the idea of meeting someone new is horrifying. Let alone dating someone that you've become familiar with, but are not at the point where you can say, okay, I'll give you access to my place and you provide me with access to yours. And even though we live in separate dwellings, we're a team. Even though you're dating, you lead independent lives, have different interests, and live differently. It just makes it a little sketchy with this virus circulating in rapid succession. You have to develop a system and be very mindful when you're not together out in public. Seriously, I was recently talking about a change of scenery. I wanted to get away from my daily environment, and I did. I spent a week, a whole week, five whole days in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay, yeah, I didn't leave the country, but I went to a different state. I know, I know what you're going to say. 
How could I run the risk with coronavirus out there? Well, it was fine. I didn't do anything crazy. I went to visit a girlfriend who's like a sister to me. I stayed at her townhouse. I went only a few places where I know I could practice social distancing and masks are mandatory in the state of Virginia. But I stayed indoors most of the week because the heat index was over 100 degrees every goddamn day. I wanted to go to the ocean. But every time I saw the evening news and they were interviewing people at the ocean on the beach, those folks were just a little too damn close for me. Now, my sister friend was very hospitable, cooked all my meals, tried her best to entertain me, and I love her for her warmth and her kindness. She was trying to get me to see the sights. And it's not like I've never been to Virginia before or Virginia Beach, but usually I go there for business. You know, I go there for speaking engagements. I go there to sell books, to meet some readers, you know, to coach. I don't just go there for leisure time. But this particular week, I just went for straight leisure. So she was trying to get me to see the sights. And I was like, girl, what the hell? You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not doing any of those things that you're suggesting. She was looking at me like I had two heads. But she didn't say anything. Because, you know, when you've known someone 30 years, you learn not to argue. She was like, well, we can go to Chesapeake Bay. And it's suitable for photography because she knows that I enjoy taking pictures of landscapes. Well, we went. I wouldn't get out of the car. Because there were too many damn people down there. I don't know if they were fishing or what, but it was just too many. If it was more than 10, I had a problem with it. She said, oh. Do you want to check out our aquarium? I was like, is it better than the one in Atlanta? She said, no. I said, well, then that's a negative. I'm not going there either. All she could do is laugh at me. But I still had a great time because sometimes you just need a change of scenery to renew your appreciation for your situation. It's not that my situation is bad, and it's not that there was anything with wrong with uh, where she was, because her home was lovely. It was lovely and very comfortable. I felt very comfortable there. Oh my gosh, she cooked all my meals. I didn't have to cook for a week. You know, it's like every day when she came in, she was like, hey, I'm getting ready to get on my way to the house. Do you need me to bring you anything? It was just so nice to be waited on. And her home was very, very comfortable. So you just have to be mindful. Okay? And I'm, I try to be mindful of the person I'm dating. Because if I compromise myself, I could indirectly put him in jeopardy. And I didn't want to take a chance of doing that. You have to be mindful of the other person. It's very important. Everything can't just be about you. You have to think about the other person. Now, I'm going to tell you how I came to this conclusion after the break. Will their love survive? Is marriage all they ever wanted? 
who will leave whom for the other woman? Get the ebook, The Confidant Tells. It contains short stories of romance, betrayal, and deception. Available now at barnesandnobles.com, smashwords.com, and everywhere ebooks are sold. Get your download today. Written by Janice Elliott Howard. One day, Britta decides that she needs a fresh start. A start without Richard by her side. Brenda will no longer be a victim of shattered dreams and missed opportunities. Richard is stunned by her decision but comes to terms with the reality of it all. Will Brenda achieve the dreams that have evaded her for so many years? Can Richard move forward without her? Will the children be able to understand their mother's methods and motivation? When asked why this all occurred, Brenda simply states, I hate him. Get your copy of I Hate Him, an ebook written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. Florida meets Thaddeus by chance. He calls her gorgeous and she calls him handsome. Their connection is magical as the relationship blossoms. In Florida's mind, he's going to be her forever. But Thaddeus can't fully commit. He betrays her. The twinkle in her eye dims and the hurt grows. After a time of soul-searching, acceptance, and adjustment, Florida realizes that she can and will do better. Get the ebook, All Better, written by Janice Elliott Howard, coming soon to everywhere ebooks are sold. Thoughts in the Car Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We're talking about dating during a pandemic and how you have to be mindful of what you do because it can affect the other party. And here's a perfect example. I always try to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes. That's just who I am. That's just the nature of who I am. I mean, my friends call me and they rant and rave about stuff. And I and I always manage to look at the glasses half full. And they're like, damn it. Can't you just jump on my bandwagon and be with me? And I'm like, I am with you. You know, I am with you. Solidarity and spirit. But, you know, we got to be logical about stuff. And so I'm always the logical one. So, you know, you got to be mindful. Here's a perfect example. My friend, okay, he's not going to like this, but he doesn't listen to my show, so it doesn't matter. He was hyped. He was so hyped over all of the protesting. I mean, his testosterone was on a thousand, okay, because he was just like, yeah, and, you know, doing that Hulk thing and all of that good stuff. And I'm like, okay. He wanted to partake in the protesting. You know, for all the social injustice that was going on in the world and what have you. And I, I, I feel him. I understand. And I was like, you know, hey, you know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not going out there like that. He was like, yeah, we have to march. And I'm going downtown to march. I've always wanted to take a stand. And I'm like, very calmly, I'm like, well, you know, power to the people, but I can't participate in that fashion. I can donate. I can spread the message about how voting is powerful. You know, everyone needs to go to the polls. And I do that and will continue to shout that from the rooftops because I believe it to be true. You know, your voice is heard through your ballot. So go to the ballot box and, and cast your vote. 
And I will shout that from the rooftops continuously because I do believe it is powerful. So that's my way of standing up for the cause. But go out in the street when an invisible virus is seeping into the respiratory systems of unassuming individuals and taking them down, hail to the no-no. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do it. I told him that, hey, if that's what you want to do, you are grown. You go ahead. You go down there and you march. He said, I'm going to go. I said, okay, be careful. So he went. He went and he saw. Don't know how much participating he did because he said he didn't really participate. He was just, you know, an eyewitness. And when he came back, he had the nerve to ask if he could see me. And I was like, oh, hell to the no-no. That's not happening. You've been mingling with the protesters. He said, I went, but I stayed off to the side. I said, I saw the news. There was no off to the side. He said, so what? I've got to stay in quarantine. I said, yep. I'll see you maybe in 14 days. He laughed, but I was serious. Because, see, he didn't take me into consideration. (laughs) He just knew, hey, he was pumped and he wanted to be a part of it, you know, because it's historical and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, that's fine. The point I'm making is that dating during a pandemic is tricky and you shouldn't have to shack up to date someone. Okay. also, don't think because you show interest in someone that they want to meet you right away or even in the near future, because COVID-19 is not a joke. Okay, this is not a game. This is not a drill. All right. So take things slowly. Enjoy the getting to know each other process through talking and video conference. For those of us who are past the introductory phase of dating, you just need to be mindful of how you move because it could be detrimental to this new relationship or this new partner that you have. And you don't want to be the cause of someone getting ill inadvertently because you you weren't mindful of how you move. I mean, just common day, you know, not wearing a mask, not washing your hands, hugging up on people. You know, it's just common dangers being in a crowd unnecessarily. That's all just common dangers right now. So when you do those things, you have to be mindful, you know, that if there's a partner that you care about, it could be detrimental. Because dating during a pandemic, it's kind of tricky. Thank you for taking the time to join me for Thoughts in the Car. We would love it if you supported the show. Any listener support would be welcome and much appreciated. Click on the listener support button. Give us applause. Send us a message with your point of view. Please take the time to leave your comments as I do read them and will respond. You may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show. 
please tell your friends and pass along your favorite episodes as you can find Thoughts in the Car on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at JYHoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take on It. Next time on Thoughts in the Car, we're going to keep this food for thought thing going. I hope that you come along for the ride for Thoughts in the Car.